and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And my name's Beck. And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure by finding weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about them, we laugh about them and we make segments somewhat loosely related to them. But before we jump in today, Beck, I wanted to wish everybody a happy National Day of the Horses. Oh, um, okay. And so... Yeah, first of all, nay to uh, any of our horse <laughs> listeners that might be out there. Um, and... Uh, as a good way of celebrating, I thought uh, people could try to learn Dale Braithwaite's uh, mm. cover of The Horses on violin, as it's National it's- Violin <laughs> Day as well. Wait, so is Daryl Braithwaite singing a Darryl cover of Horses? Is, it's a cover. That's not what? the original. Who? Uh, let this me find has out. shook Who me because... originally made wow. the song The Horses? Uh, is it someone we've out. heard of, or is it like from the seventeen hundreds? Ricky Lee Jones classical... and Walter Becker oh, okay. in nineteen eighty nine. In the nineteen eighty nine album Flying Cowboys. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> Flying Cowboys. Now that is an album, an album name. Yeah, and then the it was literally covered the following year by Daryl and Daryl. No way. Yeah. The next 19... year, Daryl. Didn't even let it get cold. No, he was no. Like, he this is a to, good song. I'm going to take it. <laughs> it was on that by the time it was still warm. It was sort of lukewarm at that stage. And then he made yeah. it piping hot again. He just rode it into the sunset. and Absolutely. <laughs> and onwards. Oh, my gosh. Well, good on you, Daryl, um, for doing that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to hear it on a violin from whoever yeah. gives that it, a go. I understand that that's probably a pretty niche activity. Not everyone has a violin or knows how to play it. But I did find a string quartet cover of the song on oh, YouTube perfect. with about 300 views from four years ago. So there <laughs> Only is 300 a, views? Only that's, 300 views. Wow, um, I thought that would have blown up too. Yeah, so, so you know... That's that's there. That exists. We'll share um, it. We'll share it on our socials we'll so everyone can enjoy it. that. Okay, <laughs> hang on. I'll have to I have to find it and post it. Um, but yeah, you know, please. there's a there's a nice substitute there. Um, but we do might have bring a, a tear few... to the eye. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> um, I remember but we the do, names. We do yeah. have a few updates for us on yes. our uh, drinks that make you go. Ah, <laughs> ultimate uh, summer smashable. No, it's not summer, is it? Is it smash- no, it is, yeah, the, our little tagline is finding the most smashable summer beverage. That's what so. it is. That's what it is. For so those, yes, that is what, what we're we, up to. That is what we're up to. And we are at the very, very pointy end of this competition. Thank you so much to everyone who has voted so far. It has been a lot of involvement from the Zap the Podcast listeners, and we are loving it. So... If you're just catching up, we just held a redemption round because there was a lot, a lot of uproar for some of the drinks that did not make it through to the semi-final and had no chance at the final, which, you know, to be fair, sometimes is just the way the cookie crumbles. However, because this is a reality sort of series that Jono and I produce, we obviously will never say no to some drama. So mm. we said, you know what? Redemption round. Let's let's bring it. So we brought back four drinks who had been knocked out and which had been, you know, 
very very outrageous there was outcry and so those four drinks were peach iced tea pasito freshly squeezed orange juice and punch and i am pleased to announce that the two drinks coming back to come up against water and solo (laughs) in the semi-finals for the second time are peach iced tea which had an absolute landslide vote. So both times, Peach Ice Tea won with 50% of the vote, which was often 25% higher than the oh, right. next one. So Peach Ice Tea with a landslide win coming through to the semifinals, followed by would have closely been freshly squeezed orange juice. However, it was Pesito that brought it oh, home. Oh, Pesito. So yes. we did get punch in the final standings? Unfortunately, as much as I was rooting for it, I did... Put in some votes for punch. Um, oh, sorry. Put in a vote for punch, and it did not make it through oh, to the final. Is that an omission of guilt of no. rigging the competition? <laughs> it didn't. No, we're allowed one vote each, but because yeah, no, there's no, two, that, there's that little slip there where you said multiple or a few votes. A few votes, yeah. Because that makes me think you've got some sort of like account farm, like Instagram no, account farm, and no. you got. <laughs> Trust me, if I did, water would not be in the semi-finals. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> but so. Yes, there were two rounds of voting. That's why I said votes accidentally. Oh, A little yes, slip fair. of the tongue. Yep, no, um, that's fair. That's fair. But yes, so Pasito and Peach Ice Tea are making it through to the semifinals. And probably by the time this is out, I would say we'd even be close to maybe the grand final having happened I think yet. So. I think it might have happened. So because we do want to get this out before Christmas so we can announce the winners of the Zap the Podcast, the ultimate ah, drink limited edition tote bags which is our prize for everyone who votes so actually that is a good reminder before we go into Mm. the semi-finals i'm gonna throw out and by the time you're listening to this it will have already happened but the sip oh what did we say we're gonna call it it was like guess the sip i think oh sip oh like the oh no um, pick the sip pick pick the the sip. sip and so if you have correctly guessed which drink will win that's a bonus. That's a different um, version of the tote bag. It'll be a different color. So that oh, one is extremely limited edition. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. So that's lots of prizes very to be exciting. Yes. Lots is happening. And get around it at Zap the Podcast on Instagram. That's the place to go find these, these competitions and just everything we're up to. So go check us out there. Um, and please, please make sure water does not win this competition. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, we well, can, we can't. We're not that boring, guys. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I know it quenches the thirst, but ugh. like it's I and I had a conversation with someone earlier in the week about this actually, um, and someone I spoke to also said they were outraged that Coke with ice didn't make it to the redemption Ooh. round. It wasn't redeemed. I'm How like, many... Look, mate, we're not doing another <laughs> redemption round. I know. Redemption, <laughs> redemption. Yeah, it's the redemption, redemption and the, to, for third place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just say this. Coke was a close, yeah, third, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. Before the first redemption round. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, but I was talking about water and... They were saying, technically, it's the most refreshing. And to that, I say nay. I say it's the most hydrating, <laughs> yes. technically. Yes. It, it, it hydrates you the most. That's, like, scientific. But refreshing is not something we can measure, I believe. Mm. I don't think there's a, there's a way to measure how refreshing something is. And so I would argue that 
things with lots of refreshing chemicals in them <laughs> I do a better job and are a more enjoyable form of refreshment than plain water. Yeah, That's, agreed. I've said my piece and <laughs> I've made it quite clear. Um, what just eat our words is water probably wins. Oh, uh, <laughs> if, if water wins, um, no one gets a tote bag. <laughs> So I'm making a call here. If water <laughs> wins, no one gets a tote bag. <laughs> As punishment for putting yep. water at the top of this this quite exciting and diverse um, competition, yep. water the should line has not been be drawn. at the top. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> let's 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 move past all of yeah, this. Yeah, sorry, um, we're very passionate. <laughs> yeah, this this ranting. Um, because I have some news to kick us off, uh, and it's a story out of Texas. It's a mm. story of stolen goods, and the ironic way that the thief in this story was captured. Because, you know, on this show, back we love a story of bad thievery. Mm. Um, uh, thieves who just, I don't know what they're doing, and they get caught <laughs> in a, a hilarious um, a hilarious way. Their undoing is, is themselves, mm. um, and... It's nice to see that sort of a comeuppance. And um, I have a story that I really think ticks that box. And it starts with a wild game camera set up in an area of wilderness uh, in Texas. Now, for oh. those unfamiliar with what a game camera is, yeah, um, me. <laughs> it's I think they're used for like hunting and monitoring. Um, uh. It's this little box. It's normally painted, camouflaged, um, and you'll attach it to a tree. It's got a battery inside, and it's got motion detectors uh, on it. So if you're scoping out an area of forest where you want to go hunting, um, or if you're trying to monitor how many uh, of a certain type of animal are in the area, um, it's like a good way to be able to do it because... You set it up, and anything if anything moves past, if there's motion in the camera's frame, the camera snaps a pic, and then after a period of time, maybe a week or however long you're, you're staking it out for, you go and you check the memory card of your camera, and then you can see what kind of wildlife hangs around that area. Hmm, okay. So that's a, that's a game camera. And this camera, in particular, was owned by the city of Live Oak uh, in Texas. Uh, and assumedly, it was a a camera to monitor wildlife in the area, or maybe as some sort of just uh, a little camera to do security. If anyone drives mm. into an area, they're not supposed to be in uh, of wilderness. Who knows exactly what's used for? I couldn't find that information uh, themselves. <laughs> not games though. It's all, all not serious. games. No, no, no. It's sort of, it's more like big game hunting. Like that sort of, um, I think that's what the game means in it. <laughs> but one day, uh, an unnamed individual, they haven't released this individual's name, comes across this camera and decides that they quite like it. And so they decide to take it home for themselves. Yeah. Now, maybe they thought it, someone had left it there. Maybe, yeah, they're just trying to, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they cut it off the tree. Yeah, uh, it was true, really, I kind of they, forgot about yeah, that bit. <laughs> they, they unaffix it to whatever it was on, I think, a tree. Uh, and they're like, you know what? Maybe I'd like this camera. Yeah. Who left um, this so well secured? Oh, just this is, nailed into this tree. <laughs> they'll, they'll never be able to get it off this tree. Let me help them out. Uh, and so they take that home and the city notices that it's gone and wants their stuff back. But of mm. course, how do they find out who's taken it? How do they identify this individual? Did they catch him trying to sell it? Mm. It wasn't him. Did they catch him in the area? It wasn't him. Did they track down his vehicle? It wasn't him. Did they catch him on camera? Yes, actually. That's exactly <laughs> what they did. 
You see, <laughs> technology has advanced since the invention of game cameras. So too have game cameras themselves. And now, instead of having to go to the physical camera to get the memory card, you can get game cameras that just send the images wirelessly mm. to a server. So back at the town hall or city HQ, they've got a number of notifications regarding what would normally be wildlife spotted on the cameras, except the first one they get is of this guy's vehicle as it drives down the dirt road no. the camera's placed on. And subsequently, a number of photos of the man himself, um, eventually him sitting on his bed at home oh where it's God. still <laughs> taking photos and just uploading them automatically. Um so they've got a license plate number. They have photos of the man. Um, and even some of him, because he's just sitting on his bed, he's got his shirt off, and you, he's got very a lot of um, detailed, recognisable tattoos oh. over his body. So he's not done himself much justice here. And then, to shortcut the whole searching number plates and tracking down addresses and all that... They just take to Facebook where they put out a call to see if anyone knows this person <laughs> and can give information. Um, and, of, of course, due to the nature of the post itself, someone's photo, someone's stolen a camera and accidentally uh, has identified themselves through it, that post just takes off and mm. they are able to identify and arrest the man based on entirely the evidence that this perp has supplied Literally handed in, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's literally handed in photos of himself, his number plate, um, and oh. said, come and get me, I've done this crime. And he has no idea that he's done any of this. Oh, gosh. He's like, you want multiple angles? Sure. Let me just... Yeah, let me, let me get... He's oh, wanting me lying me... down, going to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get the lighting just right. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it is pretty hard to say, that wasn't me, when you have been caught literally on, on the camera you've stolen, on the item. You're like, well, these photos are from something else. Oh, oh. from exactly where that camera was placed. <laughs> I'm I sure he tried, though. Yeah. So, Jono, I'm not quite sure why I'm telling this story because, honestly, it is one of the most embarrassing stories that I think has happened to me. I think I've actually said that at the start of one of the segments most, before. I've, I feel like I've heard that at least once, if not on multiple occasions. From me. <laughs> or maybe I've heard one of the most embarrassing actually, yeah, quite a few times. That's maybe not true. definitively the most embarrassing, but one of the most embarrassing yeah. I've heard. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the most embarrassing story that's happened to me. And let's just say I probably won't be telling it on the podcast that's for not, a while. That's not on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one, oh, yeah, mortifying. Anyways, this one was also very mortifying. Perhaps if it happened, oh, well, no, it, it was quite mortifying. So essentially it happened to me when I was in year six. And when mm. I was in year six, I was one of the school prefects, which I was a duty Ooh. that I took very seriously. And well, you got it. Exactly. I mean, I was trusted with this role. I had a the badge. Fate of the school is I'm gonna, in your hands. <laughs> right. I'm I'm gonna respect this badge and people better respect it too. But yeah. <laughs> so when you are a captain or prefect, and I'm sure this is the same at most primary schools, was that you were responsible for running the SRC, the Student Representative Council. Yeah. And part of that was we often did like ads from the SRC. Well, like, what's it called? Announcements at the school oh. assembly from SRC. <laughs> ads. Not ads. <laughs> uh, this, <laughs> this recess is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> This slippery dip sponsored by <laughs> going down. <And> so, 
one one week at school assembly, we were doing a an announcement that for some reason I I've honestly blacked out parts of this story because it embarrassed me so much. <laughs> oh, no. But but the announcement for some reason required us. Oh, I think it was the school disco is coming to me now. Oh, I think we were yeah. announcing the school disco. And so part of that was we were all dressing up in like party clothes and costumes and we all came on at different times to like do a little bit of a skit. And I, surprise, surprise, often got very into these things, was quite creative, loved writing the script, but also was happy to like supply the costumes and everything like that. So I'd written the script and I was like, guys, if you can bring some props, but don't worry, I'll bring a bag filled with like glasses, hats, feather boas, all these things. Like I I knew I had them. I know. And so I was like, guys, I'm on script and costuming. Don't you you worry. You took your job very seriously. (laughs) I did. I did. As the prefect. (laughs) So anyways, I brought the bag. We were all getting ready to do the the announcement and someone's going through the bag. And I think at this point the skit had already started, but like some people were still trying to find bits of costumes for their bit when they run on and and say a line and they're going through the bag. And (laughs) this girl, I think she was in your fight. I literally remember who it was, but she reaches into the bag and (laughs) she goes, why are these in here? Oh no! And she pulls out a pair of my underwear. Oh no! They were not like they were like the under. You know, I don't know if this is just me, but like sometimes you have underwear that you've just had for like years, and you know, yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's still wearable. It's not the nicest pair of underwear, but like you still wear it, and I. It's burned into my brain which pair of undies these were. But she like literally pulls them out. You know that that position when someone's holding something that they're like, I don't want to be holding this, and it's just between the thumb and the pointer, yep. and, and the rest of the fingers are really stiff. Far away from yeah. their body as well. They're holding it at <laughs> a distance from them. Literally, and she was like, "Why are these in here?" And I just my gut sinks. I was like, oh my, oh my God, how have I accidentally... And I knew exactly how it happened. It's because, you know, I'm not very good at putting my clothes away. And I was grabbing stuff off, like, just in my room. And I grabbed everyone <laughs> threw it in the bag. Anyway, she's holding them around. And I just... The first thing that I can say is... Oh, I don't know. I don't think that was me. <laughs> Even the- <laughs> Literally, all the stuff in the bag is mine. I'm just Played like so dying cool. over here, trying to play it cool. I'm like, here I am putting on the biggest skit of my life. And then someone pulls my underwear out of a bag and waving it around a different. So I just run over and I grab it off her and I go, I don't know, it wasn't me. Shove it back in the bag and um, try and distract everyone Dang, with the play. That's, but That's improv. That's things yeah, on the spot right that's there. That's true. No wonder I wrote such a great skit. Um, it was just me working <laughs> yeah. on my feet. But oh my gosh, I I don't know if it sounds as embarrassing to you, Jono, but it still brings me pain just to think about it because well, yeah. that's the kind of thing that could, if I hadn't played it so cool, that could have come haunted me for years. That I mean, yeah. well, it has personally well, it has. haunted it's me clearly, for years. It yeah. seems like it has. <laughs> but luckily, I, and I I know I've just announced it on the podcast, but. I don't think anyone else remembered. Maybe they do. Who knows? <laughs> well, I haven't yeah, done it any justice if I've just announced it to the world, but yeah, I'm over it that's, now. That's I'm the over story. It now. So in the moment, <laughs> you're just like, that is awful. And you like, do not forget it. But then you, I, I don't remember anyone else's. 
Like I can't That's think so of true, a time actually. where someone else has had an embarrassing moment and it's just like burnt into my head. Oh, oh no, I have one of someone like one that was so embarrassing for someone else that then like I've remembered it by association. Yeah, right. That secondhand yeah. embarrassment. Yeah, but yeah, I, that's I get their that. that's their that's their embarrassing story to tell on their podcast. I'll, yeah, I'll keep that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's on that's that's uh that's for them to share. That's their story. Yeah. But I mean, I I get where you're coming from here. Um if it were me now, I don't know if I'd be as embarrassed, but at, yeah, like no. in year 6 Especially like you're playing the social game. You're exactly. you're I'm with these people every guys. day. Yeah, you're yeah. a prefect. You have a, a duty to uphold and suddenly someone's found your your undies that have gone on long service <laughs> leave you've been around so long. <laughs> and they're not and yeah, it's not it's not the look you want, uh, no. being a, an upstanding student of the school. But um so I under- I see where you're coming from here. Um, and uh, I'm glad you feel you can move past this. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and it just proves when you're in an embarrassing moment, even if you're caught red-handed or on camera, just just play just the old, st- it wasn't just me. Just and- it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Today in our news story, we talked about a man who had stolen probably the worst item a thief could steal, um, not in terms of... F- bad for the person who owns the item but bad for the the thief who's actually mm. stealing it it's uh, he, it sort probably of probably equivalent with face. an air tag or a um, yeah exactly <laughs> a tracking Something like device that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've just made off with like a heap of tracking devices yeah. <laughs> absolute score how did they find me <laughs> um and these were um as far as i could think of the the, the, the it was the worst thing that you could steal um however then I came across a thread on Reddit from about 12 Ooh, years ago. So this oh, is wow. like internet history here, detailing some personal stories of a variety of people um, in just sharing comments about how they had just some weird like stuff stolen from them. Um, mm. And uh, today, Beck, I mm. have, have had a look through. I've taken some of my favourites and uh, here are my findings. Uh, first up, I have a user called GetsOm13, and their mailbox got stolen from the front of their house. Now, oh. <laughs> apparently this is just like more of a vandalism thing. I, I've seen stories of mailboxes mm. being stolen before. It's just kids who have nothing better to do. Because um, I can't imagine what value a mailbox would have. But what's worse for the thieves is that the mailbox in question had a wasp's nest inside of it, <gasps> oh, which no. would have been awful to find out <sighs> after stealing it. Um, Pure and karma. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what I would like to call a sting operation. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, then I, a user called uh, Daston N had a guy break into their home and seemingly just do a bunch of random stuff. Um, they took a goldfish out of the bowl and left it in the dishwasher, oh. which is sad. The, the user didn't seem too distraught by this. Okay. Um, Maybe they, they were okay. <laughs> they actually, they describe it saying that the guy accidentally killed the fish and then put it in the dishwasher. So oh. I'm not, I don't know how they know that. Um, it was accidental as well, uh, mm. but who, Smells regardless. like an inside job to me. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, the thief also turned on the stove and the microwave for whatever reason. What? Um, they squeezed out some shampoo onto a plate. 
They removed a container of ice cream from the freezer, however, did not eat any of it. <gasps> but just they let put, it melt. That's just harsh. left it out. They that put meatballs harsh. and margarine in a frying pan and didn't cook it. Um, and what? finally went to sleep on the lounge until the police showed up. No. <laughs> and the, the user didn't think anything what? was actually stolen from the house. Uh, more that this person just came in and did a whole bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, and then wasted had some a nap. key ingredients. <laughs> yeah, that was a perfectly good goldfish. Yeah. Ruined. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a, another user had their house broken into. They were about 14 at the time, mm. and the only things that the family could really find missing were a bit strange. Um, the most sort of reasonable one was $100 worth of uh, loose change that was kept in like a drawer um, mm-hmm. or just cash, I think, not so much change. It would be a lot of money to have yeah. $100 of change. <laughs> a big drawer. <laughs> a big drawer. Um, and, but the strange things were out of every single computer in the house, the thief had stolen the processors out of the computer. They'd opened up the computers, mm. taken the processors out and then closed the computers again. Um, and Are they valuable? Do you know? processors it depends what the processor is if it's an old computer it's probably not worth a whole bunch but if it's a new computer and the processor is in good nick it could probably be resold although i don't mm. know what the resale market on processors outside of their box is yeah <laughs> true yeah mm. I'm, I'm i'm somewhat familiar with this sort of stuff but i like you can get very expensive processors like you're talking up to or Probably you're spending like 600 bucks for quite a, mm. a fairly decent processor. It's been a while since I've had a look at these sorts of things, but yeah. <laughs> that's kind of strange. And then the other thing that was strange, kind of strange and kind of not strange, was they took a credit card from the house as well, uh, which mm. seems fairly normal. Um, but of course, when a credit card goes missing or gets stolen, I should say, the thieves normally try to make some purchases with this so that they actually mm. get some value out of the card. And this... Uh, this was no exception. The thief used this credit card to purchase 100 copies of the game Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Fantastic. So they were going to dance um, yeah. whilst holding their processes. Um, or maybe they were putting together some gift bags with like a copy of Dance Dance <laughs> Resolution and a processor. Um. Yeah. Just had to hit a lot more houses to get the processor yeah, numbers yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, you, you, you know what they say, uh, blame it on the boogie. Oh. Um, <laughs> you are uh, full of puns today. And the last one, uh, I have is probably the, the mo- it's the most long winded, but it's also mm-hmm. the most hilarious. Okay. I'm ready. And it's from a user called Morksley. They talk about their time where they used to go on river adventures, um, through like national parks and whatnot, where mm-hmm. I think... If I know exactly what if I'm if what I'm thinking of is the thing he's talking about, it's like you get you do white white water rafting and a company oh, yeah. has like various places staged throughout the national park for you to like stay overnight and like camp there. Um, and then you do white water rafting for the day and then camp further down the river, that sort of stuff. Um, and they have done a whole bunch of these trips, uh, these river adventures, um, in places like the Grand Canyon. 
um, and uh, all sorts of national parks all over the US. And there are certain areas of wilderness, such as the Grand Canyon, called pristine areas, where nothing can be left behind from people visiting mm. the area. So it's oh, sort yeah. of like the yeah, classic nice. rule of of leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but photographs. I think that's mm, that's a great way I've heard it yeah. said. Um but it's it's a pretty strict rule. It's a good rule. Um but for those who want to visit these areas, it presents a certain complication because if you want to camp out uh, or do a multi-day hike or one of these river adventures where you're there multiple days, you need to come up with a solution for the waste from people, uh, human waste, oh. because the rules are so strict that you can't even leave poop behind. Oh, yeah. So the solution that um, some of these companies would utilise is they'd chuck a toilet seat on an old um, ammunition box and they would then close close up the, the ammo can afterwards and they'd lug it out with them um, to then be mm. disposed of afterwards. And some touring companies, they'd have a lot of these, and so they'd um, have an area where they'd place them to be picked up uh, by waste disposal. However, on one morning, one of the river guides shows up to the warehouse only to find that the ammo cans were no longer in their respective <gasps> place and had, in fact, been stolen. No. Which is a hilarious... I. I, gosh, I'd love, I'd pay to be a fly on the wall when they open those tins up. Because Ew. I guess from the outside, it just looks like you've got boxes and boxes of ammo and you're like, that is, what a score. Um, but then you <laughs> open them up only to find that you have stolen someone else's uh, excrement. Yeah, which wow. Which is quite the Bullets, comeuppance, so I would they say. say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Different guy. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Like a poo bomb. <laughs> a poo bomb, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So um, it turns out there's a lot of awful things um, to steal uh, for the thief, I suppose. Um, uh, but <laughs> I think the worst is these ammo crates. I wouldn't want yeah, no. to um, rock up home with one of those. <laughs> so it is time for a game. And this game is a little bit... I don't, I don't know the word to describe it. It's it, it's a bit mm. random. Let's okay. let's put it that way. Um, but today we've been talking about it. Is it me or it wasn't me? Um, yeah. And so this quiz is about me, but it's also about the characters from Friends. And so it right. is a bunch of different scenarios. Uh, scenarios that are. Perhaps a little bit weird to be in, uh, perhaps a little bit awkward, okay. a little bit silly. And so I thought, well, I've got quite a few of those myself, a few scenarios yeah. where perhaps one would tell the story and go, oh, it wasn't me. Uh, but also I thought, what's another thing that has a lot of those stories? And the sitcom Friends, which has many, many seasons and also many, so many true. funny, silly situations in it also, you know, has... <laughs> Maybe an equal amount of stories. Um, I'd like to think that they probably have a few more. Um, <laughs> but we definitely both have a lot. So this quiz, yeah. and Jono, I know you may have seen a few Friends episodes here and there, but you yes. wouldn't call yourself a diehard fan, would you? Because this quiz might no. get very tricky then. <laughs> okay. So no, no, I wouldn't call myself a, a big fan. I think I'd I'd seen it when it was rerun on TV when I was younger, but I've mm. I've not sought out the series in any in any fashion, like through streaming or whatever. Okay, so this will be a little bit of, I suppose, a bit of a 50-50, uh, but also just thinking, okay, well, does this story sound like something that 
Beck would do or does it sound like something that that some of the characters in Friends would do? okay. So there are seven different scenarios we've got here. Uh, They're just short little scenarios, but Jono, I want you to tell me, was it me or, well, basically you need to say like it was you or it was friends and I'm going to answer it was me or it wasn't me. Okay. All right. All right. I can get, I can get around this. Okay, cool. So the name of the game with a rhyming name is friends as old as time. Is this story (laughs) theirs? Or is it mine? Oh, that is glorious. <laughs> That's a really so, good... I like that thank name. Thank you. thought it was quite sweet. So starting off with scenario number one. Felt sick after eating a poke bowl on holidays and was sitting in the back, back seat of a minivan filled with friends and needed to get the whole van to pull over three times so I could vomit on the side of the road in very, very heavy traffic. Ooh, Okay. I I feel like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain my my work. Okay, yeah, please do. Show my give working. us the give us the background. <laughs> um, because and it might literally. I think the only thing really swaying me here is the the pokeball. I did I think I did wonder. That's what it is. Uh, because I don't think they were as popular when Friends was um being produced as they are now, and so I'm gonna say that this is Beck. It was me. That is it correct. Was you. <laughs> yes, I did wonder whether I should take out Pokeball because I thought that that would almost be a giveaway. But I thought, you know what? I got to keep the story true, and so yep. I'm glad that, that helps you get it right. So well done, Jono. That is one point to you. I like it. I okay. like points. <laughs> Scenario I'm number all about two. Them. <laughs> it's how you win the game. So yeah, so fair enough. <laughs> Question number two. Got my arm stuck under a car seat when trying to reach for something that had dropped underneath. And it was so stuck, I couldn't move. And I had to yell out for someone to try and come and help me. Okay. Now, this could be either. This is like, there's nothing that is particularly swaying me in this. This is Mm. something that could have happened in Friends. It seems quite plausible, but it's also plausible for it to happen to you things go between seats in cars and sometimes you gotta go get them and sometimes that you don't have a lot of room to move around in there and you get stuck um but i purely because of the the infamous couch um scene in friends Mm. uh, or episode of being stuck um and all the all the pivot and whatnot I'm going to go on, on the Friends, uh, what I know of Friends, of them getting stuck occasionally and say, this one was Friends. It was me. It was it's you. Like, yes. oh. <laughs> it was me. This was quite recent too. I had to actually get my sister to come and help me. But oh, no. luckily the panic um, ended up, I was able to break free. But it was, <laughs> I was sitting in the driver's seat and like, I can't even remember what I was trying to reach. But I put my arm in between the bit that you lift up to pull the seat back. It's like a lever. And then the top of the seat and just got so stuck that I was like bent over. Yeah, it was very scary. I thought that was going to be my life. I was going to just be, you know, in the front of a car. Half person, half car. Yeah, (laughs) transformer. (laughs) Next on nine. (laughs) But how does she do it? Um, (laughs) This lady lives her everyday life. Stuck in her vehicle. (laughs) 
But thank goodness that that was just everything running through my head in those <laughs> 10 seconds. Um, you were thinking about luckily, how you were going to turn your life into a TV show. And <laughs> yeah, I was getting the book deal. Um, but alas, I broke free. <laughs> but yes, I did wonder if that would throw you off. So we are 50% right. at the moment. 50% so far. Okay. Scenario number three. Got stung by a jellyfish and it was so bad that a friend needed to pee on my leg so it would stop stinging uh, so that we could go back to the holiday house because it was that painful. This uh, this feels like it's got friends written all over it. Um, again, it is a situation which could happen to anyone, <laughs> but the, the comical nature of... Um, of having to have someone pee on your leg is is very good. And I feel like if this did happen to you, it may top your embarrassing story above the the, <laughs> the year six uh, skit under incident. I'm going to say friends. Okay. It wasn't me. It was in it friends. Was friends. Well done, Jono. That was Monica who got stung by a jellyfish and I believe it was Monica. Chandler had to had to pee on her leg and they were very embarrassed about it uh, in the show. They almost couldn't talk yeah. about it. Yeah, fair but enough. Very funny scene. <laughs> Can't blame them. <laughs> All right, scenario number four. Went to get a spray tan um, but didn't realise quite how the machine worked. It was like an automatic tanning machine. And so you're meant to get sprayed twice on the front and then turn around and it like sprays your back and then turn back around, that sort of thing. And so I got sprayed five times on the same side when I should have been rotating after two sprays to the front. And so it was a very dark half tan. Okay, half tan. So you're like a a top deck Fredo. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Um, Oh, gosh. Spray tan. I I don't know much about spray tanning, but um, I did re-watch Paul Blart Mall Cop this week. Um, oh, and Your favourite Christmas film. My favourite Christmas <laughs> film. And there is a scene in which spray tanning happens. And I feel like that's my only real reference for spray tanning is through American mm. pop culture. So I'm going to use, uh, based off that alone, I'm going with Friends Again. It wasn't me. Correct. That was Ross from Friends. Ross. <laughs> Ross just wanted a little bit of a summer glow and instead got the Freddo effect. Um, the Freddo <laughs> effect. <laughs> the milky top, as you would say. Um, oh. Yes. So that is a Friends. Very, very funny episode. Um, yes. Was not me. Well done, Joe. So that is okay. three out of four so out of four, far. 75%. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm liking right. that. Three to go. Yep. So, I was so tired when getting ready in the morning that I only half took off my pajama shirt. So, didn't realize I had gone around all day with my pajama shirt sitting around my waist and slightly sticking out <laughs> from underneath my shirt all day. Oh, that's very good. I feel like this is this has got to be a Beck thing. I feel like this is going to be a Beck thing because I don't know if that joke would would sort of I, don't, I feel like that would be like maybe a joke for a bit in friends but i don't know if they could have that be like a, a an episode long joke you feel mm. i'm locking in back it was me correct that was <laughs> yes. me in year nine i believe 
um, realized my pajama shirt was still on when I was getting ready for PE and looked down and was like, <laughs> what is that doing there? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Why are you still on? <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that was me. So, Jono, you have passed the... Is you uh, know my stories and you know friends and we've got two more so these points are just for for just glory for style. for style so went to a housewarming for a friend of a friend walked in said hi to everyone who was already eating dinner said I loved their place and then they were like so what are you doing here and that's when I realized it was the wrong house we didn't know who these people were. They didn't know who we were. And it was actually a few houses down. So we very embarrassingly had to pick up our stuff and leave. Oh, this. This I'm very not sure on. I'm very not sure. So it's going to be down to a bit of a 50-50 for Ooh. me on this. I... Might be overanalyzing, and that may be my downfall, or <laughs> it'll be um, to my benefit. But because you use the word we, I have a feeling that's more likely to be friends than it is. Oh, but that could just be. That could just be you, Max. Oh, I don't know. I'm, go- I'm going to say friends because that's where I was going originally. I'm going to say friends. Okay. It was me. It was you. <laughs> it was me. It was me and one of my friends. She'd invited me to this housewarming and she kind of knew the person and I didn't know them at all. So, right. yeah, when we walked in and it was like, <laughs> we should have known. We honestly should have known when we walked in because it was meant to be like a party and we walk yeah. in and everyone's sitting down eating dinner and it's this like big, huge house and everyone is kind of like, I don't know. They seemed at least maybe 10 years older than us. And so I was a bit like, what is going on? But we like fully put our stuff down and they were so nice. They were like really welcoming us in. So I think that's also what confused us a lot because we're like, oh, cool. Like, nice to meet you. How are you? Wow, love the place. And they were just like happy for you to be there. Literally, we fully walked into the house next to the dining table. It was just like, wow. Very, yeah, very embarrassing. but when we realized we obviously ran out and we're like, I'm so sorry. And then, yeah. You've got a lovely place. House. Yeah, literally. Congrats. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So that was a okay. funny one. All right. Damn. But as we said, that was just style points. So That was style points. That's okay. But to finish this off, a yeah. final one for style points. And I'm this ready. one actually is quite stylish. So... Wore, wore leather pants and it got way too hot in the leather pants. It was the first time wearing the these new leather pants. Yep. And so couldn't get them back on, was stuck with the pants around the ankles, wouldn't go past the knees and right. tried to use baby powder um, to try and like get a bit more slip back, but ended up just, you know, ruining the pants and had to call a friend to come and save me from being in the bathroom because I was at someone else's house at the time. Okay, I feel like I have really no clue on this one either. So, because you said the word friend, I'm going with friends. <laughs> I, I actually did that in a few of the other ones to try and throw you, but it hadn't oh, worked I so didn't far. Oh, I did notice. Uh, but in this one, 
you trusted your gut and it worked, Jono. This wasn't yes. me. It was Ross again from Friends. Ross seemed to get into the weirdest uh, situations, yeah. <laughs> seemingly. But Jono, that lands you on one, two, three, four, five out of seven points, which Lovely. is a very, very shiny pass. And congratulations, Jono. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I I feel like um, I'd like to thank uh, the academy um, <laughs> and uh, my my schooling. Uh, yeah, and, friends. <laughs> but yeah, friends, family. Um, wow, it's been uh, quite the experience. Well done. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, of course, um, tune in next week for the next episode <laughs> of this. <laughs> Imagine oh. we did this weekly and you've got to oh try my and gosh. you've got to come try and come moments. up with new embarrassing stories or you just need to go do more embarrassing things. That's true. Yeah. I mean, look, both are entirely possible and actually both quite help fuel this podcast as well as <laughs> yeah, as well true. as weird news. <laughs> so, yes, the lifeblood are doing embarrassing things. <laughs> I'm like, I hope they keep coming because <laughs> they make great segments. <laughs> Good stories. Um, but that is where we just about round up for the episode today. Uh, again, if you want to be involved in anything, we are doing competitions, um, content that includes submissions from mm-hmm. our audience or just stuff we want to get uh, anyone involved with or just you just want to catch up with what we're doing. Yeah. Or maybe you want to wish us uh, some well wishes or maybe you want to give us ideas for episodes or maybe really you anything. just want to... <laughs> yeah, if you, if you want anything, if there's anything you want at all... <laughs> Head over to uh, at Zap the podcast on Instagram, and I assume you might find something you need. Oh, you um, will. We guarantee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we can. We'll talk to Zap Legal about that. Actually, one. yeah, true, true. <laughs> guarantee with an asterisk. A very yeah, strong asterisk. asterisk. May not. May not actually guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it'll say. Um, and speaking of things you need, head over to zapthepodcast.theprintbart.com to check out what we have available there. We've got some merch. You can uh, take a look at uh, some wonderful designs. It's a great way to support the show. Mm. And it's coming up to Christmas. Um, so get it. I actually am not 100% sure on the shipping rate. I so. actually just, I, and I know this, John, because I did just purchase yes, some shirts did. for Christmas presents and they do offer, we do offer express shipping. So oh, lovely. With Australia Post. So if you get it in now, um, hopefully you will get it by Christmas. Uh, with Fingers the express crossed. Post. Yes. I believe the express um, post is like two to three days. Oh yeah, true. That's big um, as. So yeah. Get it now, though. Get it Just now. It Go will, order get, quickly. Yes. Now, <laughs> buy it. Buy it. Buy it. This is this like um. This isn't subliminal. It's like the extreme version of that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Harvey messaging. Norman ad. Now, now, <laughs> yeah, buy. Yeah. <laughs> All must go. Well, no. Everything it's really must unlimited go. stock. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder what's the maximum amount of things you could purchase on there. Let's find out. Yeah. Why don't you and guys find out and tax. let us know? You yeah, find yeah. out. Yeah. If someone could. Yeah. Well, we're actually really busy. Uh, <laughs> if someone could get on and find out what's the maximum amount of things um, that you can re- receive uh, mm. in an order, because uh, like the number on the website may not actually process through the store. So just like see if you can order a thousand of, of any of our products. That'll and if you do, we'll send you a free tote bag. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That is all from us today. So thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.